0: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast, brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. Now, joined by the biz- one of the busiest men in all of Tucson, in all walks of life, the great William Brad Alice. Hello, William. Hello, Michael. How I guess you that's Did what fill happened. The, fill the people in, my guy. What's been going on in Brad's life? Because I know there's been a lot. Well, let's see.
1: Coaching uh, 12-year-old girls in volleyball, which had never had any drama until this season. Now we have all kinds of drama. We also just took two L's in a row, so that's going to hurt the coaching record. Yeah. Uh, Suns has <laughs> unofficial preseason baseball workouts. We're also been having him uh, work a little bit with uh, Robbie Moen, former U of A standout, who's uh, doing some wow. lessons here in town. He's a close personal friend of one of Tyler's teammates, so that's been fun because um, I can tell you that I understand the sport of baseball. I right. don't understand the mechanics of baseball at right. all. I'm not bad with basketball. I'm pretty good with football. You know. I like our good friend Kev. I, I coached low high school football. Little, you know? Don't want to brag about it. Yeah. Uh, even hockey. I've played enough. But um, with hitting and, and, and things have changed since I was, you know, it's not all elbow up anymore. So uh, we handle that with the professionals. And if that's not enough, I'm playing in two hockey leagues. And there's a goalie shortage. So I've been uh, filling in. So I think I played four hockey games last week as well. So all that. And of course, hockey is honestly, you know, always on Thursday night, so it interferes. Uh, luckily, Ben White is uh, stepping up big to join you and shoe. So,
0: and you know, man, like I said, I know you're busy, but you always have an open invite for everything, man. I don't want to be, yeah, I don't want to yeah. step, I don't want to step on your toes because I know you got a million things going on. But your your presence is always appreciated.
1: Well, my son likes to watch now. He doesn't understand what we're talking about, he, right? And he's like, uh, "Did you say something dumb? Because you have not been on your friend's podcast." So.
0: Yeah, no. Like I said, man, always, always welcome. You know that one. Um, All right. Let's talk some Arizona basketball here, William. So top five in the country right now. Um, I believe that you can make a case that as great a job as Tommy Lloyd did uh, last time, He's been even better this year because you know last year, at least in hindsight, you knew you had two first-round picks, a high second in Coloco. This year, I look at this team, and I don't see surefire NBA guys or at least guys that are first-round picks. And lo and behold, you're in the top five in the country again.
1: Yeah, I think it's been a fantastic coaching job. I think what we're really seeing with this staff, and no disrespect to to Sean Miller, because I think Sean Miller is a very good basketball coach. I think he's a system coach. And in some ways, Tommy Lloyd may be a system coach as well. But it's been the player development. Um, You know, there's the misnomer that Miller didn't develop players is is inaccurate. Um, But it was much slower. Um, Yeah. This seems to be guys take huge leaps in year two. Um, You look at what, you know, Umar Brown, really, it's not, I know it's not year two, but a year to year jump. Yeah. Um, His statistical jump is immense. Right. To Bellas' statistical jump, again, you asked me if I thought he could average 18, 19, 20. I didn't think so because statistically no one's made those kind of leaps as a starter. Right. As a really good starter. Right. It's usually right. about two, two and a half points. Um, and he's, I think, four over last year. So that's been fantastic. You know, they lack raw athleticism in a lot of positions. Um I mean I was thinking about this today. I think they have a legitimate shot to to win a national title. But they don't feel and some of that's the change in the sport, but they don't right. feel like those classic great Arizona teams. Right. They feel a lot like some of those early 90s loot teams.
0: Dude, don't they feel a lot like those skyline teams?
1: Yeah, that you always knew they were good, and they always went out early. But you never, you know. Let's and some of it may be revisionist history. But eighty eight, we knew that was a special team. Right. In ninety eight, we knew that was a special team. Right. Those early two thousand, you know, 01, 03, even 05, You knew the the eleven and twelve was it or the thirteen and fourteen Miller teams. Right. You knew those were special teams. This feels a little like ninety four. Ninety four was a really good team. They probably deserved a one seed, but they gave it to Missouri. But when you looked at that bracket, everything broke right. Right. You're like, oh, this team could – and that's what I think this team might be. This might be – it might come down to the bracket. Um, You know, having some power issues there.
0: I am um, having some power issues. There we go.
1: They can beat anyone in the country. But right. there's also about 50 teams that can beat them.
0: Well, and the, see, that to me is the key is that you, you look at it around like college basketball right now, and like you said, this team can beat anybody – But like you said, they can also lose. So you could see a deep run. You could see an early exit. Neither one would surprise me in the least.
1: No, and and the good news is Arizona can beat you three ways. Unfortunately, none of those, with the exception of maybe an outstanding defensive effort, is the surefire way, and that is having an NBA guy who can get into the lane and score. Right. Um, You know, you could take away Tolbert and Cook, and Kirk could have an off night, and Sean Elliott could will you to a win. Um, Gilbert could will you to a win. Uh, Miles could Derek, will you to a Derek win. Derek Williams, Miles, those guys could will you to wins. They don't have that guy. Um, you know, Pella's been putting the ball, but Pella Larson is not any of the guys we just mentioned. No, Correct. no, fifth. Excuse Sorry, Pella, but you're not. And Matherin was that guy.
0: M- Matherin um, was 100% that dude.
1: So that is a concern because there are teams who can zone you and keep the if they can zone you and deny the ball to the inside and force you to shoot threes and you're off you might be going home. Right. That said, look at what Tubellas did this weekend. Those I two mean, teams it, are it, trying to stop Tubelis, and he right. scored what? He I don't know it what was he, easy. I don't know what he finished with against Oregon State because he I don't you know nineteen like yeah three minutes in the second he had what a sixty point weekend basically
0: yeah. right
1: um and did it. All different ways, whether it was running the floor, whether it was uh, catching, uh, you know, when guys were driving and dishing, whether it was pure post up. I mean, it was a clinic. So that's the good news. Um, So, yeah, I think it's a fascinating team because, again, I could see them going out in the second round. I could see them cutting down the nets and everything in between. And um, nothing
0: would surprise you.
1: But that's what Arizona basketball probably should be.
0: Right. Let's talk, let's talk about the bench here a little bit too. This also bleeds me into the four peaks. All right. The official brew of PHNX sports, the four peaks are the four peaks, four peaks brewery in Tempe. You can also get in our tap and bottle watch parties, which we're having this week, February 11th. We'd love to see you down there tap and bottle, but four peaks again, um, check out the show notes in the link in the description and more furniture, morfurniture.com. Now, um, if you're looking to redo your home, you're looking to do it at a nice price and look fancy. More Furniture is the place for you. They did it for PHNX. They can do it for you. Check it out, morfurniture.com. All right. Speaking of the four peaks, um, Dylan Anderson, uh, Henry Vasar got some run this past week. Adama Ball looked pretty good as well. Do you think this was just more a case of you know Oregon State really sucks and you're looking to get some guys some minutes, or could you see Tommy uh, Tommy Lloyd expanding the rotation? Or are we set pretty much set at seven.
1: I, I think it's low both. I could see as we go down the stretch expanding the rotation, right? Uh, even though, ironically enough, did I saw a minutes breakdown, and some of the starters are actually playing less minutes now that the the real beneficiaries of the shortened bench has been Henderson and and Boswell. They've eaten up almost all of the other minutes. Right. Um, So I thought that was kind of fascinating that, you know, I think it was Tabella and Kreese are actually down in minutes since the bench tightened. Um, But I could see as, you know, you get into, and again, there's, you know, you hate to look past one. There's really two or three tough games left. Right. Um, I could see them really shortening or really, you know, expanding the bench again, probably going back up to to you know the eight and a half. Um because A, you want to rest your guys. You don't want to go into the tournament tired. B, you probably with those back to backs in the Pac-12 tournament, want to be able to rely on those guys. And God forbid you have an injury and suddenly Pella Larson's out or Ramey's out, and you need a ball. Or, you know, one of the one of the the four peaks is out and right. you need you need Vasar, which it, I guess it would be. I don't think Anderson is going to really factor in. But, yeah, so I'd be shocked if we don't see a little more. of Probably not a lot. But even five minutes a game for right. each guy, seven minutes a game. And then, again, if he gets out of hand, you know, Lloyd may have cleared the bench as early as I can remember a, a coach clearing the bench against Oregon State. Very much so. Because, uh, um, you know, we all know Miller hated to bring in the, the deep bench. Right. But Luke did too. Luke was Lou always long. said
0: that we're, we'll go 10 deep this year. And you never went 10 deep.
1: Well, that's even okay. that, but even there were a lot of games where the game was in hand with seven minutes left, but he wasn't going, you know, that's when you saw Jason Gardner was hand.
0: staying in all 40 minutes.
1: Yeah. You know, you didn't, you didn't, you know, you always saw Jason ready play two minutes in the first half, but you know, he wasn't bringing in, you know, uh, you know, Whoever it was off the bench, you know Bo Mulebach until about a minute and a half to less right. than a minute in the game, and that's you know. But yet, you know, we saw guys seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, Philly B was playing, and then we saw the the walk ons come in late, and they still played what almost two minutes, right? Um. So yeah, so Lloyd loosening the reins, and again, that thing was out. That thing was over, and no need turning an ankle or anything. So I like that. I like that strategy because um, I don't think there were any more lessons to be learned. Sometimes you keep the guys in because you have lessons to learn. You didn't. The game was over.
0: Let's talk about the defense here in a second. But first, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. You can put down five bucks on any NBA game and get up to $200 in free plays. Or you could take some money and you could bet on Brad's Kansas City Chiefs right now in the Super Bowl this coming week or this coming Sunday, never a better time to uh, get in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. 21 and up, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. I am never going to be the guy that's going to bet against Pat Mahomes. That's why I am going to bet on the Chiefs on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And tap and bottle, like we said, got a tap and bottle watch party coming up this Saturday, February 11th at 6. We would love to see out there maybe some Mountain Mike's Pizza, some Four Peaks there as well. Love to see you down there. All right, Brad, what do you attribute this defensive improvement to? Because the numbers, um, you know, I think it was Seth Davis that put it out there the other day, that your defensive efficiency now is amongst the best in the country after being about 88th for the good percentage of the year.
1: You know, I think it's a lot of things that might be fine-tuning. It might be intensity. It might be shortening the bench. Um, You know, I I think we always knew this team could potentially be a good defensive team. Um, And I think my guess is Lloyd probably tweaks offense first and then goes defense, whereas I think Miller did the opposite. uh, Because Miller, remember, a lot of times that the offense would start to kind of kick into gear if it ever right. kicked in you in late December, early January, we and So yeah, it's a matter of you know, there's there's a chemistry we're playing with seven guys, there's a chemistry. Right. Plus, frankly, you know this side of the Big Ten, a lot of these uh Pac-12 teams aren't very good, uh, and Arizona right. did play a difficult schedule. So um yeah, I think you're seeing some of that as well.
0: Right now. Let's let's switch over to a little bit of Arizona football here, because again, Jed Fish, uh, Jed, we had we had signing day last week, fairly uneventful. But I'll say this, Jed Fish, we talked, I talked about it a little bit yesterday with Lamont. The one thing about Jed Fish that we definitely know now is that while this recruiting class isn't nearly as highly rated as the previous one, it's filled with guys that are big, and it's filled with guys that are fast. And one thing that they've shown is that they do have a little bit, and they've missed on some guys for sure, but they do have a pretty good track record at finding under-the-radar guys, whether Uyaga Lele, Kangaika, Sabanea, Wendell Moe. I think you're hoping there's going to be a lot of those in this class as well, William.
1: Yeah, you know, they want size, they want speed, and they fear, figure they can coach it up. Just like when they're bringing these transfers, if you look, they're one of two things. They are former four stars or, or, or high three stars who just haven't quite lived up to the hype, or they're raw athletes. So, you know, I think the right. guy, Kid from Cal, um, right. who hasn't done much. So he doesn't excite me. Except you look at him, and he's got great size, great, pretty good speed. There's a lot of tools in that toolbox to work with. Right now, we have to see if the coaching staff, because again, the flow hasn't been great at Oregon. Now I know injuries played. You know what? Eccles wasn't great at right. USC. Right. Prove me wrong. Um, you know, I didn't love that. Um, but then again, other guys have missed, you know, the linebacker, uh, from Michigan has didn't, didn't do much, the, the right. you know, Rutherford from Notre Dame. So it's a crapshoot. I think when you look at, it, I think the top of the class is pretty exciting. There are some guys who appear to be reaches, but let's, let's see. I think my biggest worry is I feel like they lost more and I don't count the bottom 15 guys. Right. I still think they lost a little more in the portal than they got back. Right. Um, and I don't know if any of those are a, a singer that, was a quality right. that you may have lost there, and you, not a guarantee that every kid you brought in is, is going to be a, a contributor. So I think overall, you know, I'm a little hesitant about about the overall class. But there's some exciting things. I think Dorman's a really quality quarterback. I think they brought in a bunch of receivers that intrigued me. Um, some of the transfers really intrigued me. So I think overall, it's good but uh, I would like to have a little bit of that depth that, that they seem to have lost.
0: I think one thing, though, that I look at on the defensive line, um, Keon Bars, to me, is a loss. Paris Shand really isn't. I mean, he was here a long time, never really did a ton. Um, Bars, to me, didn't play well this past year, but the previous year he was very, very good. So, uh, to me, he's a loss. But again, Kungaika and Lele were starting to take some of their snaps already by the end of the season. Um, I think if the, in order for this defense to make a leap, I believe that it's got to start with the linebacking core because, again, Jacob Manu certainly surprised last year, but guys like Jerry Roberts were always, while they put up tackles, he and Christian Young, they were always kind of limited in the middle of the field. I think you're hoping, if you're Arizona, that Justin Flo and Leviticus Sua can really become those difference makers there at that linebacker spot, and I think it makes life a lot easier for everyone else.
1: You know, and why I don't necessarily disagree with you, I think it starts with the front four. Um, hmm. And again, I like I like the guys they have, but do they have enough of them?
0: Right. Um, Are you a fan he, of Big Bill Norton?
1: I don't know yet. Right. Fair enough. I mean, uh, you, I think he's depth. I don't I don't know if he's a different I mean, he doesn't have to have to be a difference But you really need a rotation of four or five D line interior defensive tackles, right. and you need three pass. Do they have a pass rusher? Um, right. You know, I, I just don't know but um, again, was Keon Bars great? No, but he, you know, at the worst thing, he was going to be your number three D tackle. Right. Uh, on that inside. So that to me is where it starts. And then, you know, they got a lot to replace at safety, I think. And I like Taylor and I like some of the other guys. And I don't necessarily think the guys last year were great, but I'm not sure you've upgraded either. Um, so yeah, I think those are, those are areas that I think the linebacking core is going to be just fine. To be honest, right. I think they have enough there when you throw in, uh, some of the kids they got returning when you throw in the two guys they've added. Um, I'm not, and again, you can, you can hide linebackers a little bit, especially in this scheme. Y- you need good safety play. You need good, good front four play. And if they See, and I get think that- Jackson,
0: I think Jackson Turner was a loss, um, because I thought Jackson Turner was pretty good. I don't really feel the Christian young was much of a loss to be honest with you because you know, great kid by all accounts, but, I mean, he just – he couldn't really cover. He didn't ever appear to really be in position. He, he to me, is a very replaceable player.
1: Yeah, I think – but you look at the, those two guys, neither of those guys should be starting on a high-quality Pac-12 defense.
0: Right, right.
1: But they're nice three and four safeties, four and right. five safeties. And that's, again, maybe you can overcome that. Um, you know, I think – to me, the, I think the bigger losses – I really do think it's, it's obviously Singer right um
0: singer bars, and S- singer and Roland Wallace are the losses to me
1: and bars I think those right. three guys are nice pieces now again, they're not other than singer they're not stars on a good defense, but they're nice pieces on a quality defense you know um Utah has depth you know that's one reason they've been so good they go that you know there's not much of a drop off between second and right. even third on their depth chart now they're not t- they're not full of stars but that's how Arizona's going to have to win with quality depth where you can just rotate quality bodies, even if there are a bunch of B's, you know, B right. minuses, um, you know, but yeah. So I think it's, I think it's a concern again. I don't know what this team's going to look like when we get to spring ball. Some of these guys might click just like Eccles did, just like, you know, you can go down the list with a few things. Some of these freshmen may click just like, you know, like this kind
0: of goes on, right?
1: Like Mo did, like, Ugalele did. So, yeah, I think there's a very good chance. And the other thing you look at is, especially with this Polynesian pipeline, a lot of these guys show up on campus with D1 bodies. And that's a challenge. You know, we look at good old Jordan Morgan, who, again, if healthy was going to be an NBA or an NFL draft pick and is a great return for Arizona, he didn't show up from –
0: Morena High Eiffel. School, right.
1: he played early, but he was not physically ready. And most 18-year-old offensive linemen – Sabanaga
0: was ready to step in as a 17-year-old.
1: And it took Mo, what, a month?
0: Right, exactly. So it
1: took uh, – yeah, so it can be done. But, you know, a lot of these poly guys just have grown men bodies at 17. Uh, All right. And that's one of the benefits of it.
0: I'm gonna ask you a question here about before we to sign off. I'm gonna ask you a question here about wins losses for the season. But two things, game time, the official are the best ticketing app out there. If you could be, if you're like William Brad Alice and you like going to concerts, you like going to watch Desert Metal, or you like going to games with the uh, with the fam, game time is for you. Many times you can get those tickets sixty percent off. Check out the show notes and the link in the description, Game time and Mountain Mike's Pizza. They should be down here at the Tap and Bottle Watch Party, February eleventh. Great stuff going on at Oracle and Wetmore. Again, I am not Mountain Mike. No matter what anybody says out there, I am not Mountain Mike. Is much cooler than me. Go check out the uh, go check out the location. Food, drink, you name it. William Brad Alice has been up there. Correct, William?
1: Yeah, it's right down the street from me.
0: There you go. Check I'm it out. You might be going st- there
1: too frequently.
0: You might even see a local celebrity in William Brad Allis and a future Division I football player in Tyler Alice up there. If you want to start scouting early, get to Mountain Mike's Pizza right there. All right, Brad, I'm going to give you a number right here. Six wins, over or under next year for the Wildcats. What do you got?
1: I don't feel like I'm ready to
0: answer that because I'd still— Oh, Brad, to- you got to answer it. Or- we will not hold you to it because you'll be allowed as we get closer to change it. Over I or under,
1: say, I will say they hit that mark, six and six.
0: All oh, six and six. Is six and six a uh, a successful season for the Cats? Yes. I agree with that. Because yeah, you also have the possibility of going bowling, correct?
1: You're in the bowl, and then you're getting those extra workouts, which I think is vital for this team. And oh. again, the schedule's a little difficult. I could see any scenario where they match last year's five or maybe get up to seven or eight. A lot has to click for that. But right. again, I think the trajectory is good. And I think you know we'll have to see what they can do with the guys they bring in. And I just, again, I'm worried about depth because I think while most of the guys they lost to the portal are not are not guys they wanted, there was enough decent players. You know, five, right. six, five, six, seven guys who could be in your two, two and a half deep rotation. You know, that part of that three deep. That's kind of important. Um, so, you know, there's, there's 15 guys they won't even notice are gone other than they were probably good kids. But there's five or six they'll miss even if you know those guys are at UNLV or McNeese State or whatever. There's still some quality athletes that they lost.
0: All right, William. I know you're super busy, but is there any plans for a podcast coming out here?
1: Let's hope. I'm I'm doing a little research on. Uh, there's a couple things I want to research. Maybe do some deep dives that, that we don't necessarily have the time on here, including uh, uh, some basketball stuff. So very cool. Uh, yeah, should hope so. It's just again a matter of shaking this. I mean, I still got this cough. I've got the kids. But we should get some recording time hopefully sooner rather than later or else you guys will all just forget about me. You'll be like, hey, it's just that Chiefs guy who's on Mike's podcast.
0: He's the he's the great William Brad Alice." And, again, William, we need your schedule to open up so you can get back on to more post-game shows. We need you to we make should the time. Be,
1: We should be getting there, yeah.
0: All right, my guy. As always, for Brad Alice, I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.